Good afternoon, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson, welcoming you to the December 1st edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Our show is brought to you by the Security Federal Bank. One of the best ways to support Local Matters is to support Security Federal. They have 17 locations between Columbia County, Georgia, and Columbia, South Carolina, and they are interested in serving you if you're looking for a new banking relationship, uh, if you're in need of a home loan, uh, a home improvement loan, a car loan, financial counseling, or investments, Security Federal wants to see you. The best way, however, of supporting local matters is to tell all of your friends and family and colleagues about the great information that our show provides. You can find us, of course, here on radio, or you can listen to and share the podcast version at any time. You can find any of the episodes that we've done at JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com or you just Google Janice Allen Jackson and Associates, which is my consulting firm, and you go to the Local Matters tab. There you will find those episodes for your listening pleasure. I find the best time to listen to podcasts is when I'm in my vehicle, I'm making a, a longer trip. Um, you know, I've got 30 minutes to spend. So I just, before I get started, click on that podcast and I listen to it while I'm traveling. Also great thing to do while you're out exercising, you're taking a walk um, or just around the house, cleaning house, things like that. So please do share the information about local matters with those in your circle. Last week, my guest was Mr. Damian Moses. He is a financial services officer and vice president at Security Federal. And he talked about the lending process from the standpoint of a business. So if you are a business owner or you know business owners that are in need of financing for uh, the expansion of their operations for real estate purchases, equipment purchases, and things of that nature, please uh, check out that episode. Today's episode is one where we're going to discuss something brand new in Augusta that I found really exciting. And as you get into this episode, you will see why. Uh, I'll be talking to Mr. Greg Costello. He is with C4 Live, and they are providing programming at the Lake Armstead Stadium. Uh, the first big event will be Masters Week, April of 2022, uh, and he'll talk about that as well as some of the other uh, exciting plans that they have for our community. Uh, this is one of those shows where, quite frankly, I listen to it and I think, gosh, you know, Augusta is getting somewhere. Uh, we always talk about the potential that the city has, but for various reasons, we don't reach that potential. And this is one of those shows that makes me think that think that we're finally on our way of reaching the potential. But I have to acknowledge that at the same time, I am wondering that as we take a step forward, do we take two steps back? Because this also happens to be the same week where the Riverfront YMCA closes down for good. Um, that means that 
uh, in downtown Augusta, as much uh, as we've seen happen, it looks like uh, we're going to lose something that's really significant to us. And that is our YMCA. Uh, I've been a YMCA member in most of the cities in which I have lived. I have enjoyed being a member of the YMCA here in Metro Augusta since 2015 or so. Uh, and I have enjoyed having one that is in downtown. Uh, you know that the building that they were in on Broad has been purchased by Tax Slayer. Uh, at that time, uh, the YMCA moved to 7th Street uh, there in the uh, condo building, uh, what was called Port Royal. Not sure if it still goes by that name, um, but um, it was there. Uh, right there on the riverfront, right on the river walk, in fact. And we were able to incorporate going for a walk as part of the workout uh, with having the Y there. It was a little smaller. A friend of mine referred to it as a glorified hotel gym, uh, but it really served its purpose. But we learned a couple of months ago that uh, the attendance there, uh, memberships uh, were not generating enough money to keep that uh, center, that particular gym open. So we're losing an asset. Uh, it reminds me of the same gut punch I had uh, when I was told uh, that the Kroger on 15th Street was clothing, closing. So what we found is that while, yes, there are some new and exciting things coming to Augusta that make us feel like we are indeed in a big metro area, like XPR Augusta that we're going to discuss today at Lake Olmstead, um, we, we lose out on a basic necessity. Um, lost out on the grocery store a few years ago, now losing out on a place uh, to exercise and take care of our bodies. So uh, those things that are most important in terms of being able to maintain our physical health, that is quick access to fresh foods, uh, and now uh, quick access to uh, the appropriate workout equipment and the appropriate atmosphere, uh, we're losing that. So uh, this is a bittersweet week for us. I, in fact, am deciding, you know, do I want hold on to that YMCA membership or just let it go. Uh, but that was just a really important part of uh, my existence, my family, and I know many others in the area who were quite dependent on uh, that uh, location to uh, work out in a safe, fun environment with good equipment. So as we move on from that, uh, we are going to go into what will be our topic for today as well as for next week. Uh, as you know, lately I've done a number of two-part series. Um, same here. Uh, today we're going to talk to Mr. Costello about uh, their plans for Experience Augusta at the Lake Onset Stadium. Uh, next week we'll complete that conversation. And we'll also be joined by Mrs. Patricia Jefferson, who is the widow of the late Commissioner Andrew Jefferson. And we'll talk some about uh, the late Mr. Jefferson's vision, Commissioner Jefferson's vision about um, what Lake Olmstead could be. And now it's great to see that being realized. 
As you know, here on Local Matters, I consider all of my guests to be special. And today is no exception. We have Mr. Greg Costello. He is the managing partner of C4 Live, which is the organization that our Augusta Economic Development Authority has contracted with to manage and provide events at the Lake Olmstead Stadium. As you know, a few years ago, our Green Jackets departed for North Augusta. And at that point, they left the city of Augusta with a, an un unoccupied Lake Olmstead Stadium. And there have been a number of conversations about, hey, what's the best way to use this facility? Uh, and it became apparent pretty quickly that setting it up as a music venue might be the best choice. So um, today, Mr. Costello is joining us to tell us a little bit about the facility, some of the attractions that they're going to have there, and to let us know why they thought it was a good choice to come to Augusta to set up this music venue. How are you doing today, Greg? I'm doing very good. Thank you, Janice, and thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for being here. Our listeners are listening to Local Matters because they are uh, very interested in uh, current events. They're interested in current offerings uh, and what the city has to provide. Uh, one of the knocks on Augusta is, hey, you know, there's nothing happening here. We got to go to Columbia, South Carolina, or we got to go to Atlanta. Uh, we got to go someplace else if we want to see a good show, a good entertainment. So seems like you and your partners are out to change that landscape. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. I think that we are looking to bring in some entertainment that will fulfill those needs in around Augusta. And hopefully, you know, we're bringing people into the area from those other ones that are coming in and saying, hey, I'm going to go down to Augusta to see this show and see what's going on down there. Okay. All right. Can you first tell us, you know, what is C4 Live? So C4 Live, we are a full production company. We produce events. Um, the majority of our events have been around Super Bowl. We go into the Super Bowl city and produce live events um, during that week of the Super Bowl. Um, usually build from the ground up. We get in and about, it takes us about six months to build it out and about a month to tear it all down and leave without a trace. That's kind of what we've done in the past. Okay. And you've been doing this now for how long? We've been doing it now for, it's seven years now. We, um, so, well, it's been going on longer. We've been involved in it in seven years. Um, it, you know, it started off as a volleyball game on the beach in Miami and has developed into something that is truly remarkable, which was a super Saturday night event where we've had artists such as uh, Foo Fighters, Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift, Pink, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. We've done a lot of the big names. Um, throughout throughout the industry. So it's been um, really fulfilling. Okay. And tell me with that work, what's the most memorable show that you've ever put on? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'll tell you, I, I don't know my, I think my, first, they're all memorable in some way. I thought the Foo Fighters put on a really, really good show. Um, you know, they've all been memorable. Taylor Swift was an amazing performer. Bruno Mars, forgot about him. He was an amazing performer. You know, the ones that you can tell why they are who they are because they give it all. And it's, it, it's awesome. It's, it's really something to behold. 
And so what you're telling me then is that someone who has worked with the likes of Bruno Mars and the Red Hot Chili Peppers in Super Bowl cities, which are some of our biggest, most exciting cities in the entire U.S., is coming to our hometown of Augusta, Georgia. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's absolutely what we're doing. Um, you know, it's it's very attractive for numerous reasons. Um, you know, obviously our activations, our first activation that we're doing will go on during the tournament week. And, you know, we do things around large sporting events. Um, this is very different than things that we've done in the past. And what made it attractive to us is we're used to moving from city to city. In every city, we got to meet the new, you know, commissioners there. There's the Super Bowl committee. There's the local mayor. There's the local police force. There's the local everything. So each time we're done with an event, we're going right on to the next city and, and establishing those relationships because we're going to come in and do something in their city that we need to have those relationships. So we always looked at this as, you know, where can we put stakes in the ground? And, you know, the first year is going to be very, very hard. But each year, I believe it's going to get easier, especially the more that we get intertwined with the community. And when, and quite frankly, no bones about it, Michael and I fell in love with the community when we came in there. We're used to the big cities and what, what they can bring to the table and their resources and all that. But you know what? You don't meet people like you do in a smaller city, I would say a second tier city like Augusta, where you know, we're meeting people, we're making differences. We have numerous charitable partners now in the city before. Yeah, the guy down the street from our site would make, you know, the sandwich shop down the street for those six months we're in town building and everything. He's making more money, but then we're pulling up stakes and we're leaving. Yeah, we gave we gave the food away to a food bank, you know, when we were the, the leftovers in order to feed the local community. But that was it. Then we're gone. We're on to the next city and we're moving on. This has been a great experience for us and the fact that we get to, we feel like we can make an impact and help not only the entertainment of the city, which is what we know how to do, but also help everything else in the city and be part of the fabric of that community and really bring something more. And we're going to do more events, not just around the tournament that are going to bring entertainment. We're looking at something during the Halloween month. We're looking at something during the, um, during the holidays. Three weeks after the tournament, we're doing the Soul Festival at the same at the same stadium, you know, Lake Olmstead. So there's a lot of things that we're looking to do and really put our stakes down and be a part of the fabric of this community. Okay. And as you talk about building those relationships so that you really can be a fabric of the be a part of the fabric of the Augusta community. Um Let's talk about the term of your deal. You're looking at a 10-year deal. And I would imagine that it does give you time to really build relationships uh, with key partners and institutions in Augusta. Um, tell me, why is it, though, that your agreement is 10 years? That sounds a little long, but please explain how that works in your industry. Yeah, well, as Michael and I got more familiar with the community, we asked for a long-term deal. And it's actually a 10-year deal with a 10-year renewal, hopefully. You know, obviously there's there's things that we have to perform and, and do to get to that renewal. And, you know, we hope to make it a 20-year deal. Um, we 
we're required to put $1.7 million into the stadium and capital improvements over the next four years. So obviously for, we need time to make that up in revenue and, and that, but also Michael and I, like I said, when we saw the stadium, we fell in love right away. We're used to going to a barren piece of ground with no water, no electricity, nothing. And when we saw this piece of land just sitting and then found out that it's basically been sitting there, there's been some events on it and that sort of thing. But we were like, this makes sense to us. We can really, again, get in this community and have something that lasts much longer than the six months that we're in a Super Bowl city and the one month that we're out, we're out of it. So that was what made it attractive for us. And that's why we were um, very much agreeable to a 10 year deal. Okay. And you mentioned $1.7 million in capital improvements. That is the Cap physical bricks and mortar types of things. Capital improvements. Yes. The, so things that, that'll improve the stadium. I mean, here's the thing where well, we, we have our set of dates that we do, and then we hand the, the stadium back to the city. So if anyone who's familiar with Lake Olmstead, there was a lot of things that needed to be done to make it a functioning, um, facility again. So we're working on doing those. Now, a lot of things that you're going to see this year are going to be temporary. And that is for, that's what we're used to, first of all. Second of all, it's something that we're doing to make sure that we have the right fit and what we want to accomplish with the experience of coming to these um, concert series. But as the years go on, those will become, you know, whatever we design will become um, improvements that will last after we're out of our contract and gone. Mm -hmm. And are you building actual stages? Is that kind of what, what what's going to look different about the stadium um, than what it did when it was exclusively used for baseball purposes? So Janice, I don't want to give too much away here okay. because I want when you walk in, I want you to remember what Lake Olmstead Stadium is. And when you walk in to say this is unbelievable, I can tell you that there will be things. This will never be a baseball stadium again. Like this will, this will turn into a venue um, spot. The great thing about the things we're doing this year is, like I said, a lot of it's temporary. And we, we, when we pull that stuff back out, you know, a month or two months after we do our concert series, you can have a car show there. You can have um, a, a, a numerous things, anything, just like you could at the old Lake Olmstead Stadium. And, but there will also be the av ability to make it into a concert again and do those things. And that's, that's our bread and butter. So that's what we look to do. But again, the Halloween activation may look totally different than what the, the tournament activation looks like. The New Year's Eve activation may look totally, will probably look totally different from the other things that we've done. So our idea of the space is, you know, make it in a way that the facility can be turned into a bunch of different things. And we look to, you know, like I said, um, Benish Brown, who you're aware of, um, came to us and, you know, wanted to do a soul festival. So now we're doing a soul festival three weeks after the tournament. So, you know, these are things, and it'll look different from the soul for the soul festival than it does for the concert series. So it's, it's something that's modular and we can create whatever we want. And I think that's something that's important in order to not have a static um, arena setting or um, any other setting, like we can make anything out of it that we want to. Okay. All right. And the name XPR Augusta. Tell me what that means. It's real simple. Experience Augusta. You know, we want we always talk. Everything starts with the experience, how the customer experiences from the 
from the time that you park, if you're a GA customer, general admission customer, to the time you walk into that stadium, you enjoy the concert, and then you walk out, you get back in your car. We consider our experience to go all the way until you're back home, tucked in your bed at night, thinking about who you saw on stage that night. So same thing with VIPs that get dropped off in their black car. We're looking to give them top-notch experience from the time they get out of their cars to the time they get on see the stage show to the time they get back in, back home, and in their beds. So it just seemed natural, XPR, Experience Augusta. Why not? Okay. And that will be the name for any of the events that you do out there? That will be the name for any of the events that we do that's a part of the Experience Augusta, yes. But okay. again, when we give back, when, when someone else comes in, um, you know, the Banjo Barbecue wants to come back, they'll be doing Banjo Barbecue there. So Experience Augusta is, is, is our name, but it, it doesn't hold for the city. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. I got it. So, and I'm going to make sure I got this terminology right. You correct me if I'm wrong. Um, just so, again, our listeners can understand, because the purpose of this show is for them to understand a little bit about uh, how lo local government and others work to improve the community and improve quality of life for residents of the Augusta area. So you have a stadium that is owned by the city of Augusta. The city of Augusta made an agreement with the Augusta Economic Development Authority for them to contract with C4 Live, which is your organization, to provide events at the Lake Olmstead Stadium. And you're naming your events XPR Augusta. Yes. Is that right? That pretty All much right. sums it up. That's, we got that's it. a very good summation. You've obviously, and you were, uh, obviously you worked in government before. <laughs> I worked in government for a long time and still do. In fact, I provide consulting services to local government still. Um, the idea of what's going to happen Master's Week, because I've seen some buzz and, you know, publicity around the community already about some artists that are going to be in Augusta during Master's Week. Can you give us a rundown of, of who those artists are? Yeah, of course. I, first of all, I'd like to say that from the Saturday before to the Saturday of the uh, tournament week, we will be doing um, a fan fest on the pavilion, in the pavilion, what we call. But the fan fest will be, um, you know, just for people to come in. There won't be admission charge. You come in, you can get eat, you can eat, you can drink, you can, you know, um, whatever stage shows we have or entertainment we have. That'll be going on all day. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday right now, Wednesday night, we have um, Blake Shelton with Nelly. Um, Thursday night, we have Tim McGraw with Pitbull. And then we on Friday, we have not announced our talent, but we will be announcing next week. Is it next week? December. The, 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 the next week, we'll be announcing that talent on Friday. And we think that um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go over very well. Okay. I bet so. And when we buy tickets, uh, are we buying a ticket for the whole week or can we buy tickets for individual nights? It's tickets for individual nights. Um, each each concert has has a different ticket. And then there's um, there's different levels of tickets. There's a, a general admission ticket. There's a general admission seated ticket. There is um, a standing room only VIP ticket. And then there's also suite VIP tickets. Um, one of the 
one of the things that we've developed and my background is nightclubs in Las Vegas. So one of the things that we've developed is a real VIP area where you can come in and you have bottle service and you have your service staff um, with your cocktail waitress, mixing up your drinks, you know, pouring your champagne and doing all that. We have that product there. And I think that's one of the things that also, when we talk about different venues and how we're different, we have the ability to make that a, you know, you obviously have sky boxes and that sort of thing. We bring in that element of the ultra VIP. Obviously for um, tournament week, there's a lot of people that fit that, you know, uh, have those capabilities to purchase those tickets. Um, but we have, we, we have a, v we'll have a VIP in everything that we do. Um, there will be, um, it'll be a great way to, to really bring that Las Vegas experience or New York nightclub experience or Miami to Augusta, Georgia. So we're excited about that. Okay. And as you talk about bringing those more unique experiences to Augusta, um, why Augusta? I mean, I'm still just kind of blown away that somebody that provides entertainment at the Super Bowl, wherever it is, uh, found Augusta to be someplace they want it to be. I mean, tell me what potential do you see at Lake Armstead to develop this into a major venue? Well, I mean, we, we see a lot of potential. Um, you know, I don't think... Um, I don't know if anyone on the, listening to this podcast doesn't know, but, you know, Augusta is growing um, quickly, you know, the, the cyber warfare center going at the base, you know, that's, that's a huge thing. Um, you know, our partners at the AEDA have worked very hard. They're bringing in companies. People are noticing Augusta as more than just a place that holds, you know, this tournament every year. And I think that they're, you know, they've made it, a place that is welcoming these things. And look, at the end of the day, for, for a city to grow and, and, and to get more experiences like this or to get this, you have to open yourself up and want to want to have it. And I think that Augusta has done a great job of that. And we always felt like when we were talking with everyone that they wanted it. So if they want it and we can provide it, what's to stop us? I mean, we've, we've talked to other places that wanted nothing to do with it. You know, they don't want to necessarily have another entertainment facility in there or another, you know, this or that they, they, but Augusta seems to want it. And everyone that we've met seems excited that we're coming there. They seem to um, understand what we do and what we can bring. So we're, we're very excited to, to do this in Augusta. And there's a lot of surrounding areas around Augusta too that don't have entertainment. So why not Augusta be the hub of it? You know, there's, there's plenty of people that I'm sure would come. And in fact, I think you guys have, there's been some concerts at Lake Olmstead before that have drawn a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So we're very confident in that if we are putting on the right shows and giving the right experience, that people are gonna be more than willing to wanna come. Okay. And do we expect a variety of entertainment? I know for Masters Week, you mentioned those artists on the opposite ends of the spectrum, so to speak. You got some hip hop type artists, some uh, country Western type artists. Is that what we can expect year round for the various other events that you may hold there? Yeah. I mean, for, for that audience, we wanted to hit, we wanted to hit more than one genre. We didn't just want to do one genre and alienate anyone else who wasn't in that genre. Um, 
you know, um, Nelly actually is coming out with a country or has come out with a country album. So he was kind of a natural fit. Um, but we, we wanted to make sure there was a mixture of genres and you're not just aiming at that one, at that one person or persons in the group. We want to make sure that everyone has, you know, the ability to come and experience it. And I think the artists that we've picked thus far make sense for, for the audience that we're targeting. Um, as far as going forward, um, for the soul festival, we're looking at numerous regional, um, and local artists that we think will be, um, you know, something that makes sense for that. I think every event is going to have an artist attached to it that makes sense for that event in the art and the target audience that we're going for. I hope that we're bringing in very large acts for non-tournament weeks in the years to come. Um, you know, but we'll build to that and that'll, that when it makes sense, it'll make sense. Um, in the meantime, you know, for the holidays, it may not even be artist driven. It might be more of a, you know, a family atmosphere, um, you know, snow walk type thing, you know, with, with gifting and that kind of stuff. We don't know what we're going to do. Obviously new year's Eve event, we'd love to do a peach drop, you know, and, and rival the one in Atlanta. Um, you know, that'll obviously have some kind of artist attached to it, but that might be a DJ driven or a local band driven. You know, we haven't decided on that, but we will always be looking to extend that each year going forward. So, you know, and making it um, a better experience for everyone involved going each year ahead. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.